0: So, during the last episode, we began to investigate the room. Luz found some strange markings across a candle that read quote-unquote mind. Um, And then that's somehow connected to the one on the cabin that wrote Nature. But I'm going to leave that up to Luz. She's the smart one. Eli then pretty much vomited all over the floor. And then he became catatonic throughout the investigation, so he was pretty not helpful. Then I took the initiative and called when we needed some help and finally rainbow found a strange wooden box that was somehow connected to augustus and had some goodies inside so welcome to the player's world
1: So I think before we start any like anything further, we need to sort out your guys level ups
2: because everyone except Eli leveled up, right? I did level up, but it was in the middle of combat in a fit of rage, apparently. True. Um, but now we've got to deal with uh,
1: Lou's rainbow and Ava's level up. So who wants to go first?
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, Louz, what did you want to do for your level up?
4: So I wanted to take a move from another playbook, and I wanted to choose Angel Wings from the Divine, where nice. it's, you can instantly, uh, you can go instantly to anywhere you visited before or to a person you know well. When you carry one or two pe- people with you, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, you go where you want it. On a 7 to 9, you don't quite manage it. Either you are all separated or you all appear in the wrong place.
2: Well, that seems useful. <laughs>
4: I want to make a spin on it, if Sam will, so just let me. It's <laughs> rolling weird. I want to roll cool, because uh, since Luz only has empath magic, I figured maybe she got the wings from a shop, and maybe the wings have transportation magic, but Luz doesn't have transportation magic, so the wings have a GPS system, and I would roll cool, because... Liz has to not be has to uh, be controlled enough to put in the right place. So if she has shaky hands during combat, she she would probably not get to uh, click on the right place, and then suddenly she's just zooming to the wrong area.
1: Right. So she has to manually like plug in the coordinates of the of the place that she wants to like. This is teleport, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Or it could be like actually flying, but either way.
2: Yeah, but like, what would it look like? <laughs>
4: i imagined her having the wings and they're like kind of strapped onto her back like a backpack
1: but then what would the teleportation look like
4: i imagine since the wings are magical she kind of like like, zooms upwards in like this light and then she's gone and you just see particle effects just twinkling down
2: yeah i like that that's cool okay like a like a pillar of like freaking divine light and then just gone yeah
3: Yeah.
2: All right, cool. Yes. Yes.
1: I love this idea. We are doing it. Ava, what did you pick for your level up?
0: You know, I feel like up to this point I've taken a lot of like power moves. I think I'm gonna do mobility. I think I'm gonna get a truck, a van, or a car.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I think it I think it's gonna be fun.
1: <laughs> Let well okay. We will continue with Laura. We're gonna figure out like how we get you a, a vehicle um just sort of like in the narrative but yeah have a think about what kind of vehicle you want and then yeah when we get
0: to it i'm researching right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) excellent and lastly laura what do you want to take for rainbows level up
3: oh boy i've got i've got can't choose a thing itis
1: too many options
3: yeah i was also thinking of taking a move from another playbook I was thinking, well, the first one, uh, Rainbow spends a great portion of her time nude. And I was thinking I could potentially take Enchanted Clothing from the Spellslinger playbook. And A, take minus one harm, which would be really nice. And B, have clothes that shrink or grow and also fit dogs.
1: Yeah. What else were you tossing up between, Laura?
3: Um, The Power of Heart or What Could Go Wrong from the Mundane. Finally, I looked at Soothe from the Divine, where you can just calm people down, which is pretty on brand.
2: That could be good for a very specific situation that may or may have not happened recently. Mm.
3: So I either get uh, Enchanted Pants, <laughs> uh, Helping People, or Helping People times 2 and, uh, We're going to let R and Jesus decide. Evens is the power of heart. Odds is Soothe. And it's Soothe, everyone. Yay! The Yay!
1: One I okay, so it sounds like we're all sort of with our level ups. Yeah. Cool beans. Now, there is also the issue of these glass cylinders because uh, Rainbow and Luz got one last time, but Ava and Eli didn't. And I don't think it would be fair to leave this museum without you guys getting... Uh, Go at the lucky dip.
4: I want Luz to hand them the cylinders like kids handing out apple slices at lunchtime <laughs> i don't know if that's a very specific memory that i have but you know just like do oh, you want one here you go
2: <laughs> so remind me which two are left in that obstacle holder case thing uh so you've got there are three left an
1: icon of a closed eye an icon of a clock and an icon of a like a mathematics plus sign uh cool. eli which one would you like to choose
2: yeah, he's a very sciencey guy, and he excels in science and mathematics in school. So, I'm gonna go with the plus sign. Oh, okay. Uh, I <laughs> I have a bad feeling.
1: No, 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 no.
2: Does it make me grow like three sizes larger? You
1: reach into this box, you pull out this glass cylinder with the uh, plus sign on top of it, and when you pull it out. You hear like the rattle of like a crystal against the frosted glass and you twist open the top and you look inside and there is a green gem with like a like a beaded silver necklace like
2: around. Like this is a this is a green gem necklace. It's a chain necklace. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one of those in there. I take it out. Does it look like any kind of gem I've ever seen before? I'm not a I'm not a geology expert, but you know.
1: Not that you have ever seen before, because again, you're from Bogdan, and that's just like the Muggle world. Eli doesn't know this, but Gav, you know that this gem is the gem of help. <laughs> it allows the user to summon a small familiar of the player's choosing to assist with any task, combat or labor for the duration of 10 minutes.
2: And it is... is this includes psychological help. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs>
2: maybe. <laughs> This is like the most perfect thing that he could have gotten. It is one charge only, so it's single use only. Oh, so I only get the familiar
1: once. It's once for ten minutes. Yeah, <sighs> it's gonna be a nice ten minute therapy
2: session. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think, like to activate it, you could like crush the crystal. I'm strong enough to crush a crystal. Yeah, it's I, I'm super strong. Or that thing's made out of rock candy. Uh por qué no los dos? I don't know full Spanish. I've only started greetings.
1: (laughs) It's the taco ad. Why don't we have both? I haven't haven't seen that one. Okay, that's fine. I'm upset, but it's okay. Uh, Okay, so you have that. And then I think Luis carries the box over to Ava. Ava, you've got the icon of a closed eye and an icon of a clock.
0: Mm, I'm going to go with the clock. Okay. Wait.
1: When you reach in, you pull out the cylinder, you hear like the rattle of uh, something small and metal on the inside of this frosted glass.
0: I kind of shake it around a little bit and then I open it.
1: When you open it, you look inside and there's a small pocket watch. Just a small, simple little silver pocket watch on a chain. And when you slide it out, it plunks into your hand. You see on like the front face of this closed um, pocket watch that there is in fancy writing... Uh, the initials engraved AK. And you know that you got uh, uh, an item called the Passage Watch, which will allow its bearer to slow or hasten the passage of time for a short period. Uh, And that is one charge only. Hell yes. So you can slow down time to like bullet time or you can hasten the passage of time, uh, which... Could be, like, used in a number of different ways. Like, if you were running somewhere and you wanted to quickly speed up time, you could be, like, the Flash and, like, get to that place.
0: Is there a limit as to how far I can fast forward?
1: Um, I think, like, we'll make that as, like, a description. Like, you can't be like, I want to fast forward 40 years. I think, like, within reason, you know? Like, if you wanted to fast forward, like, an entire day, that's probably going to be, like, the limit. And we'll have to, like, sort of decide what do you want to, like, fasten? Like, do you want, is the whole world going to fasten? Or is the specific thing that you want to, the time to pass on, just going to occur for that
2: thing? That brings up a lot of weird timey whimey shit, and I'm all there for it. Yep, 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 yep.
0: Fun. Um, How do I activate it?
2: Uh, I think,
1: like, a stopwatch, like, there's a little button on top. And then just, like, with your intention, you'll select which way you want it to go, like, faster or slower.
0: Okay, cool. So I can keep the watch afterwards. You can still keep the
1: watch, yeah, but it's one one charge only.
0: That's a okay.
1: She used to keep her watch, but I had to break my damn crystal. This is unfair. Unfair. <laughs> All right. Oh, you guys didn't choose the last. Okay, that's fair.
0: Above table, can we know what's in that last one? Um.
1: Okay, I'll tell you what it was. Uh, so in the spot that was the icon of a closed eye. There was the scroll of invisibility, which allows the user to remain invisible until touched, noticed, or their concentration is broken and it lasts for one hour, one charge only.
2: Eh, it's not that good. Well, in yeah. my personal opinion.
1: Okay, let's move on with the story. What kind of route do you guys want to take for this entire scene? Do you want to try and make it all go away? Do you want the brown suits to come in, sort it out? What are you ha- Have a discussion.
4: Um, Me, Bun thinks that we should make it all go away so the brown suits can't see, because if if they track the uh, murdered antelope man, I would think that they'd possibly have a way to track it back to Eli. But Luz (laughs) thinks that they should track it back to Eli.
2: Fair, yeah. You're never going to like me, are you?
3: And someone was killed. Like, there needs to be closure. Someone needs to answer for that. Even if you weren't in your right mind while you did it, you still, you still killed someone.
0: There's also the dirty business of notifying the next of kin, which I don't nope. think we are qualified to do.
3: We technically told his boyfriend, husband, whatever. did it dirty, sloppily. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we technically told him.
2: Not qualified. Yeah, it's funny, because what Eli and I want to do is just make it all go away. Please cover it up. Oh no, oh God, what's going to happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. And y'all are literally just like, now oh, let's, let's think of a way that we can explain this and get out to and it's like, no. <laughs>
4: Eli goes to prison.
2: <laughs> I have a feeling based on the story, I wouldn't stay in prison for long. Based on a variety of factors.
4: So, lose votes, brown suits. Okay. I guess I'm wondering,
0: and I don't know if I'm allowed to have this answer, but who takes over the brown suits if Augustus isn't there?
2: I would say he's got to have a second-in-command, but based on my experience with him so far, I don't think he knew what other command was.
4: <laughs> I mean, it sounds like we have authority over them in some way. Because, like, we were able to order that one bronze suit around when we uh found mm-hmm. the one that was being a coward behind the barn uh or the farmhouse.
3: Yeah. He could have just been a pushover.
4: Yeah, but weren't they like... What? what wasn't he like, oh, please don't tell on
2: me <laughs> or something? Yeah, like, but the thing oh, about that it. is... I'm pretty sure Augustus specifically told him and he was in the area while it happened. So if Augustus is nowhere around, we don't know how these brown suits are going to react. Well, Augustus wasn't in the area.
1: He, like, he was kind of in the area, but like Gus wasn't there to say, hey, these guys uh, are in charge. Like they have special authority, right? He just kind of took your word for it.
2: So he was. it was unknown to the guard that Augustus was anywhere nearby? You don't know that.
1: I'll tell you that like there is obviously there's going to be a second in charge. Who that is, will remain a mystery until you decide what you want to do. Strange coat.
4: I swear to God, if it's strange coat, it's probably not. Um, do all know.
1: <laughs> so we've got one vote for. Brown suits to come in and and do their thing.
4: See, but now Luz thinks <laughs> that if they don't know that we're in charge, uh, and we just go, "Oh, here's Gus's proof," and he can't answer for anything at the moment. What if they think we're holding him hostage or killed him somehow, so <laughs> that we get in trouble?
3: That's also a fair point. I was going to bring up Rainbow doesn't like the police. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, traditionally. People of a hippie persuasion have had an antagonistic relationship with people in a position of authority, especially police officers. Her entire family has that hippie disposition, and she was raised among it. So she, I've always role played her with an antagonistic relationship with the police, even though she's technically consulting with them now. I don't think she knows that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think Rainbow would vote for any option that involved the police.
1: Okay, that's fair.
3: So we got three votes against
4: bronze suits, but... I would like to hear what Jojo thinks or Ava.
0: Um, I'm a little torn because I feel like the brown suits are useless, but I also feel like they know the rules of this world and I do not. So um, my other thought too is maybe we could split the party. Sam's going to hate me. Um, oh, no. but I mean like rainbow doesn't like the brown suits. We can have her, And Gus and um, Luz go to whatever the laundry detergent thing is. Sounds like maybe some sort of safe house. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then maybe me and Eli can stay with the crime scene and at least try and give some guidance.
2: (laughs) Good luck with that for Eli. He is not in the mental disposition right now to talk to the police and explain how he didn't just murder someone by accident.
0: And then I was also thinking, does this place have camera? This place does have cameras. Yep. So they would be able to check that footage and see what happened. And then they probably rule Eli to be a danger to society. I don't know.
1: Like, it doesn't have to be this black and white. You can still do both things. But I think if you decide to take measures to cover your own tail, it could work out as like a little yeah mix between the two options.
4: I would prefer the the options. <laughs> so someone would go to the security camera or the security room and like try to destroy the tapes, especially the ones of lose stealing merch. Um, <laughs> yes. Man, that's, your biggest,
1: that's your biggest concern right now.
4: That's Lou's biggest concern. They yeah. have no dirt on her except for the fact that she stole stuff. She wants Eli to go to jail, but I'm sorry. That's fair. <laughs> that's lose, but... <laughs> You got Not your
1: me. security camera footage. Um, you've also got bodies. You've got the bodies of uh, the Professor Lee. You've got the body of the antelope, and you've got uh, two spider bodies. Bacchus will like involve himself uh, in this process if you want to try and make this go away, but he can only like carry one thing. So
2: that is a good question. What is Bacchus's input on all this?
1: I think. Okay, so. Let's okay. Bacchus. Does he have a
2: mind of his own, Sam?
1: (laughs) He steps forward and he says, "Hi, I'm here to do whatever you want." Uh, Ava kind of half filled me in about about your situation here. Uh, What do you guys think we should be doing? Boom, we're in role play.
5: Oh heck yeah! Okay, here's what I think. I think you and Ava should stick together and explain to the police what have what, what happened exactly. Maybe Eli, and potentially. Rainbow and I uh could go find the security tapes and try to destroy them because I don't want to get caught for stealing merch. Um or like Eli can do that by himself and like Rainbow and I could try to hide Gus's unconscious body.
1: Wait, Gus is unconscious? What happened?
5: Um someone someone's soul is vibrant, don't freak out. It's <gasps> fine. Uh oh, oh, beans. Um okay. We have dead bodies to deal with here. Gus is fine. Uh, I played tic-tac-toe with him. I played cards with him. He's cool. Uh, don't worry about it. We can worry about it when we're at the hotel. as what do you think?
1: What do I think? I think you've made such a mess here, you guys. I don't know how to clean this up. Oh,
5: Beans. <laughs> you don't have to clean it up. You can just, like, talk to the police with Ava. She's cool, right, Ava? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, see, she's awesome. You could, like, let her lead the way with talking to people. She seems very charismatic. And then I can go destroy some evidence or take Gus to the, some safe place, uh, potentially the hotel. And, and, and Eli cannot talk to the police and try to save his own tale. Oh, my gosh, I'm lost.
2: I, I like that last option. Um, When is this museum supposed to open? I mean, it's been open the whole time, but no one really comes in here. I quickly go turn the sign down to close, just in case. (laughs) (laughs) It's right behind you. I just slowly turn it close. Yeah, I just like, I don't even turn around. I just kind of take my hand and flip the sign.
5: (laughs) Good call. Why would they keep that sign outside mate? Like, a gust of wind can just blow that, like, to the opposite side. Whatever. Yeah, I don't
2: know. Um, I can, uh... Oh, God, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but, uh... I can help with the evidence destroying. Um, I used to work with machines and computers a lot. Yeah, I can get that done.
1: Okay, so Eli, you want to go and help out with the security camera destruction?
2: I mean, he wouldn't call it that, but that's what it is.
3: (laughs) Okay, cool. If you need emotional support, I could come with you. I'm gonna be like picking up the floppy, Augustus, and like literally, he's just a noodle. Like a like a newborn baby not able to hold his own neck up trying to piggyback him.
1: Piggyback him in human form though.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a wolf right now. So I'm heaving him up, arms over shoulders, like ego. And then legs under arms and just like, hmm. Gonna have to do stuff with my teeth, I think.
2: Uh Eli's response to Rainbow's offer to emotion is like, Yeah, you can Yeah, I don't know. You can come if you want. Okay, cool. So Eli has head off to
1: security room cameras, followed by Rainbow.
3: And Augustus.
1: And Augustus. And we've got uh, Ava, who I believe Ava's going to be the one dealing with
4: the brown suits, it sounds like. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> okay. y'all, yeah, y'all still got some bodies.
4: I thought she was going to direct all the brown suits to the bodies and just show them and give her own account of what happened. Okay, cool. I mean, if
0: I remember correctly, the brown suits are aware that there are strange happenings, correct?
1: Yeah. And, like, look, the brown suits, like, they know that you were up at the cabin, guys. So, like, you've got that validation to be like, oh, yeah, they are, like, qualified to handle these types of uh, situations, right? It's not like they're going to be like, who the hell are you? Mm -hmm. They know who you are.
3: That's fair. Above table, because Rainbow would never probably suggest this, but what if, again... Um, Ava, and maybe Luz if Luz wanted to stick around with her since she knows the the policing of this world a little bit better. Basically, we ask Bacchus if we don't want to have Gav go to space jail. Eli. Eli. No, Gav goes to space jail too.
2: Okay. We're in space? Why would we in space?
3: <laughs> Shut up. It's a metaphor. If we don't want Eli to go to federal pound B in the ass prison, we probably <laughs> need to do something about it. What if we ask Bacchus to potentially spirit away that body, or we ask Ava to essentially, after we destroy the tapes, there's no evidence that it wasn't him, except for like whatever magical interference there is. We simply say that it was a casualty of the fight with the spider, and then we blame it all on the dead monster that we have a corpse for. I mean, if there's a dead sheep in a farmer's paddock and you have a dead wolf, it doesn't matter if the farmer's son fucked around and killed the sheep. You have a dead wolf, you can blame it on the wolf. It's a
2: pretty
1: messed up metaphor, but okay.
3: Sometimes my metaphors aren't great, all right?
2: Well, they're accurate, they're just not always child-friendly. Yeah, I think that's a solid plan.
4: I think before Eli and them go to the security room, because <laughs> Liz isn't going up there, Liz is going to march on up to Eli in front of Bacchus and Rainbow and go, If you lay a hand
5: on either of them, you're gonna get this, and I'm gonna take out my butterfly knives and just start th- flinging them around. <laughs> See this? I chopped a man's fingers off. What you, What can you do like, besides kill an unconscious man? Huh?
2: Wait, did you chop someone's fingers off?
5: Trench coat.
4: Uh, okay,
2: yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that Rainbow could pat, like um, hold me down, and with like in three seconds of me even realizing she's doing anything. And if I were to even touch uh, Augustus, I think the same thing would happen. So um, yeah, 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 Rainbow's kind of here for both emotional and physical support.
4: Okay, hmm. good. I'm going to poke him on the nose and then walk to Ava. So I'm sticking with her, I guess.
2: <laughs> now,
1: you said you wanted Bacchus to carry the body. Which one?
3: This is the real clincher, everybody. All right, gang, do we want to hide the corpse of the innocent person? Who witnesses know we're here or do we want to have Bacchus just help with the destruction of evidence that could point to Eli and just let the brown suits find that corpse and blame it on the dead monster that we have as a convenient scapegoat?
4: I feel like if we we took the body of the husband, uh, the alive husband is still there, correct?
2: They weren't married. Mm
4: -hmm. Whatever, the partner. uh (laughs) Yep.
2: Yeah, they're still
4: uh, boyfriends. Yep. It, like, isn't the alive boyfriend there?
1: Yeah, yes, they are lying, sort of catatonic next to Augustus, eating their snack on their Maltese's. So, um,
4: okay. I feel like if the brown coats, brown suits, <laughs> went to uh, a live alive boy, they like they could potentially ask him, and he'd probably be like, "My, my, my partner's dead. Oh no, where is he?" Or something, I don't know. So I feel like hiding the body would make us look really suspicious. Okay.
0: I completely agree with that. Plus, he deserves a proper funeral.
4: Yes. Mm -hmm. Respect. So let's just blame it on the big old dead spider, I guess.
0: Plus, the deceased guy is wrapped in frickin' spider webs. And that we can I think we can fit that a lot easier than like, oh, my gosh, there was this person and now they're not. Yeah,
4: that's true. Oh, And why are the security cameras not working?
3: (laughs) Mm Hmm. Hmm. Just say the security cameras. We don't know anything about that. They could have been tampered with before we got here. Yeah,
4: but I think I think we're we're good with just leaving the body out.
1: Now, what's back going to do then if he's not carrying something. Y'all called him here. Use him.
4: Moral support.
1: Oh my god.
3: What if we have him take Augustus <laughs> to safety? Yeah. yeah.
2: Be real nice and not have to drag a body around.
0: True. Sure. Plus, he's so trustworthy. He
4: is.
0: That
2: you know of.
0: Da, da, da. <laughs> We're gonna kill Bacchus next,
4: guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, so let's give the old TLDR Reddit. What are we gonna do?
4: Luz and Ava are gonna be dead dead people tour guides.
1: Tour guides of the museum show the brown suits when you call them where everything is and how
2: everything happened. Cool. Eli? I'm going to do some hacking, whacking, and some editing of software and that kind of stuff and, you know, hope that everything goes all right. Nice. And Ranbo?
3: I'm going with him for emotional support.
1: Radical. Now, who's going to call?
0: I feel like Ava will since she already called Bacchus.
5: The phone right. number is... Seven? Just seven. The <laughs> <laughs> phone number 666.
1: <sighs> so I think we see Ava uh, head back over to the reception desk as Eli Rainbow head through the doors to go up towards the security camera room. And I guess Lou just chills, hangs out, while Ava gives the brown suits a call and, yeah, tries to ring it in.
4: Yeah.
1: We follow... Eli and Rainbow as they head through the back through the museum and up towards the security rooms. So, guys, you step into the office, right, which now has one arachnid body and the skin jacket of uh, Professor Lee, who was the museum, like, curator here. I guess you could, like, step over all the squelchy, gooey mess that all of that is. Uh, and you step into that back room, which is, again, wall-to-wall lined with security monitors. What are you doing, Eli, to try and destroy this, this, this evidence?
2: Well, what my plan initially is, I am going to go through the last... How long have we been here? Seven bloody episodes. Okay, how about in a broad step time? This is crazy, literally like maybe two hours. I will go back... Uh, I'm going to do this thing where, like, you can... You know the thing that you can do where you can, like, like speed up footage really quickly and kind of get, like, a general overview of, like, what has happened? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back two hours, and I'm going to go in back mm-hmm. another two hours to see if anything happened beforehand that we got here, just to kind of see. Ooh! You're nasty! You're pulling a nasty on me! I mean, B.L.I.'s brain is trying to think as logically as I can right now to not think about emotions, so... <laughs> Okay, it's like, like okay. I, what what happened before? What happened?
1: <laughs> I think the scene that we see, like as you're you're flicking through all these security cameras, is stepping in from the the front street entrance into reception. uh trench coat comes walking in, and you see him flip the sign from closed to open, and he steps inside. Kind of takes like a quick look around in reception. Nobody is there, and he heads through the museum and you follow him as he walks through all of the exhibits and he goes immediately out into the courtyard and then straight across into Arid Societies where he immediately walks up to the gold bronze statue of the monk looking man, reach up, pull out one frosted glass cylinder from the box, tuck it into his into his trench coat uh, before rifling through the other side and then he begins building the candle configuration on the ground and you see you saw this ritual kind of take place uh back up in the cabin he builds this candle structure on the ground bird clippings some bones some other materials go into it as well he takes out a dagger slices off a flap of his trench coat and that puddles on the ground and then we see long black slender legs reach out from this puddle and then pulling itself out of the ground is the spider queen who kind of immediately shuffles off into the shadows. And just when the Spider Queen slips off into the shadows, the door opens from one of the other end of the Arid Societies. And in steps Professor Lee. And you saw, like, at the time, he was sitting in his office and he noticed that somebody was in the museum when they sort of weren't supposed to be, and he goes down to investigate. And Professor Lee steps into Arid Societies where he and Trenchcoat kind of exchange some words... Uh, you're not too sure exactly what they say because there's no audio attached to this file. You see Trenchcoat hand him the crowbar. You see from above uh, these two talking that the Spider Queen, like, begins to slide down on a web. Uh, And as Professor Lee is handed this crowbar, the Spider Queen stings him in the the spine, like the back. Uh, Professor Lee drops the crowbar. And then immediately like tries to evacuate this scene. Trenchcoat picks up this crowbar again, tucks it into his coat and departs the scene. And I think from there we saw like way, way, like way back, like seven episodes ago uh, when I revealed the start of the mystery, like the pre scene, we saw professor Lee like scurrying his way throughout the hallways of the museum. That's where that then takes place. And that's what you see as you're sifting through the security footage.
2: Within the footage that I've seen in the whole four hours, do I see what Augustus did when he decided to go look upstairs to help Mr. Lee?
1: Yeah. You flip to that like time when Augustus leaves you all to go up into the office. He kicks open the door. He steps inside and you see him like pick up some papers, become very interested in it and then kind of tuck it under his arm as he begins to continue sifting through everything on the desk. Then you see a flap, like a a panel, slide back from the back wall. A spider comes out, unbeknownst to Augustus, and snatches him, and then drags him back into the tunnel.
2: Ah, pendejo. All right. And if I remember correctly, when Augustus society go upstairs, it was to say, oh, hey, let's help. Let's help this guy out. Let's help this guy out. He didn't pay any attention to the body, did he? I think. Sorry, just so I can keep myself uh, in check.
1: I think I did mention in the narration that Gus does go over and check out like the skin jacket. So I think he does do that in the footage and then right. go to the desk. Sorry
2: about the confusion. But it doesn't seem like its main concern.
1: Um, no. I guess like he does his evaluation and then moves forward with whatever his deductions were.
2: <sighs> Alright. Well, with that, I am going to... I want to try and cut to the footage. The very first thing that I'm going to do is, as I'm going through these all cameras, I see a loose stealing merch from the merch shop and I'm like, <laughs> oh, come on, really? It's probably the easiest one to get cut out first and I'll uh, cut out Lou's stealing first. Cool. She will never know or believe me.
3: Rainbow did come with you, so I'm going to offer a suggestion and be like, what if instead of, like, taking out the bits and pieces you don't want them to see, and they're just being obvious holes that they can know, you know, something happened and maybe it was tampered with, what if you just get rid of everything? and then it looks like there was just a big problem that happened at the same time as the other big problems.
2: I mean, yeah, but then how do we explain us being here?
3: Well, they know that Augustus sent us, don't they?
2: Hmm. You have a point, but, like, someone, like, died, and they're going to wonder in the footage how that happened. They're going to see the Spider Queen, and then they're going to see the two sacks of the antelopes and they're going to see that one of them. I can't just cut the footage altogether and just say, I don't know. I mean, that's an idea, but
3: all right, it's up to you. I, I don't really know how to do all this, but
2: okay. Here's what I could do. I have to put something in for what happened in between with our sections that end. We also need to figure out what we're going to do for how it died because we killed it somehow and we can't just have the footage of the spider walking around and then immediately cut to it being dead. Like it accidentally fell off a wall or something. God, my friend is so much better at editing than I am. Well, she taught me more before I got here. What I could try and do is I could take out some of the periods of time where we were doing things and, have them play on repeat or have them kind of put in with different scenes. And then for the spider, what I could do is during the scene that I, yeah, I could try and switch up the frame and make it look like, okay. So the part where eh, the body stops moving, I could try and to like make a cut or like a fade into something that made it just look natural or not natural. I don't know. It's, uh,
3: it's, uh,
2: Eli's just frustrated.
3: Okay, hang on. I'm going to use my new ability. Soothe. When you talk to someone for a few seconds in a quiet voice, you can calm them down, blocking any panic, anger, or other negative emotions they have. This works even if the thing that freaked them out is still present, as long as your voice can be heard.
4: That's
1: cute. I like that.
3: Yeah. So I'm just going to gently and politely put my hands on his back and just be like, it's okay, Eli. It seems like you're really stressed out. Honestly, that's really not a bad thing to be feeling right now. Some crazy things have happened and I don't think any of us know what to do. If you think that you can, I don't know, do something convincing with the editing, then I think you should do it. I I don't really get it, but I think you should do it. But if you don't think that you can get that done, I think you should just I don't know, start from zero and get rid of all of it. Yeah. I mean, you've got evidence that's physical here that can explain how these people died.
2: I think, yeah, you're right. At least about the thing from starting from zero. I think we're still going to have to figure out how we make it look like I didn't. But um, how about for now, I just... Start on the loops and the match cuts and I can figure out how I can make it look like I didn't later. so how about I just get to work to clear my mind off of it?
3: Sounds good and I'm gonna watch you edit because I have no idea how any of this works.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll start getting together stuff. So we can like fast track this
1: what what is going to appear on the screen for anybody else who wants to watch this security footage? Paint me the narrative of what they're going to look at
2: after you edit this thing. I keep in all of the stuff with the two hours before that we got here with all Mr. Trent and Mr. Lee and the spider. Yep. I'll keep all that in. And then the... There's not a camera in this room, is there? In the security room? Yeah. Uh, Not in here, but there is one in the office. Office, all right. And that's where the spider thing happened? The the tiny spider? Correct. I will keep the part where we are investigating, the spider comes out, and uh, we heroically defeat it. I will take out the part where I shoot the guy in the head. Okay. And um, I will just have it be like, try and cut it so that I can make it look like I'm just kind of freaking out on loop a little bit, and then... Uh, all of a sudden, like he deflates, and then I'll try and make a really quick cut so that the spider just comes out. So I'll try to hide the gunshot in there just a little bit. Yep. Uh, then after that, once that thing is dead, I will. I'll skip forward a little bit because in between is the actual spider fight that we had. Uh, in between yep. that, I will uh, go over to lose and get rid of that. No evidence found. Um. <laughs> Sorry, go over and- to lose. Well, I'll 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 skip over to Luz and her ransacking the oh <laughs> the yes the yes, yes, yes. gift shop. So there's no evidence for her stealing. Shit.
1: Okay, so sorry. Let me let me paint you what what's showing so far is you guys fight the spider, um, and then there's the footage of Augustus being taken. Um, there's also the footage of then out in the alleyway. You have Trenchcoat there. You've got the footage of Eli and Ava going into Arid Societies to fight the Spider Queen with trench coat. And then that's the scene where Eli accidentally um, kills
2: the antelope. So I will, going back through that, I will cut out the whole scene with Augustus getting kidnapped and trench in the alleyway. Okay. I want to keep that a little private. Yep. And with all of that almost finished, I have the most difficult cut to figure out, which is figuring out how it's going to Look like I didn't murder someone. Up to you. Um, is this a good time that we can cut over, <laughs> or should we? Uh, or I, no, because, because we're gonna I don't have this. I don't have. Okay, do you, Jojo, have any ideas on this? Because I'm I'm running a little blank. <laughs> uh, so what I've actually
1: done is I've deafened Ava and Bun throughout this entire conversation because, uh, sorry, Luz and Ava are going to have to deal with the brown suits. And this is going to see whether or not your stories match up because you're not in the same room. And I'm trying to like make it seem as real as possible. So
2: Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for letting me know that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Laura slash Rainbow, do you have any ideas?
3: <laughs> well, I don't really get it.
2: <laughs> I can't. I like your idea of making it simple. Is there any frames in this uh, thing where the Spider Queen is near the two bodies?
1: From the camera angle that this security footage comes from, uh, there's a little bit of distance between her and the bodies. It like it looks as though she's near them, but not enough to be like uh, covering them or like being in the way. All right. And how many frames? Yeah, no this this isn't like sixty FPS. This is like uh, twenty FPS. Like security camera
2: footage. It's kind of like so. It's a little bit glitchy, huh? Yeah. All right. I can work with that. Now that I know that it's a little bit glitchy, I'm going to when the spider creature attack, and I'm going to have to go back into the frame of where um, the guy gets stabbed to do this. Anytime that injuries are taken. I'll try and figure out a way to cut some more, um, like funky, glitchy seams to make it seem like the combat is making the room shake. Okay. Yep. And uh, things are hardly visible. I will make cuts of like when attacks are hit; they hit, but you can't see the injuries very well. So, mm-hmm. like, it's hard to notice like what injury was where or when it happened or you know. If I got a scratch here, did it come from the scene before or the scene a little bit before that and that kind of stuff? Make it very inobvious when uh, an attack hits where it's placed and how it happened. Okay.
1: I think you've covered all bases. I think I have. From memory. You've also got afterwards of you guys uh, kind of ransacking the scene and, and taking these glass cylinders. Um, I will cut that out. Okay. Okay. So right after the fight, all the cameras are just going to black out,
2: not black out, but maybe I'll have, I'll cut it. So like we're standing around for a while and then we're talking. And then the in between scenes of where like, we're getting the stuff. I'll have maybe another like idle loop of something happening. And, Mm -hmm. um, then I'll cut to after we start walking out. Okay. And uh, yeah.
1: And then it's just going to follow you guys back to reception, making the call and chilling. Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Okay. Oh, wait. I need yep. an idea of how I'm going to deal with Augustus's body because I cut it out.
1: Yeah. So you can cut out the footage on like the camera where they drag his body back into reception. Yeah. And then stuff him in the gift shop.
2: So you'd have to cut all of that out too. Yeah. I'll cut all that out. Okay. Okay. I think that's all bases, if I remember. All righty.
3: I feel like we're digging a hole and then putting ourselves in it.
2: We're digging a very hard hole. I gave you guys the
1: option to make this go away or let the brown suits do it. So we're doing a mix of the two. Yeah, this is cool. This is gonna be difficult. It's difficult for me because I gotta role play. What like? Do you understand like how tricky this could be for me? Like having to. I
2: understand, but it doesn't make it all the more entertaining. Fair enough. Role act under pressure. Uh, what stat is that?
3: Can I help out? Actually, you know what? I really can't.
2: Yeah. It sucks because I have a minus one to cool. Well, I haven't rolled yet, but if I do suck at this, I think I know what I'm going to have to do. Luck point it is. Oh, what did you get? I got a five minus one is a four.
1: (laughs) All of that work. So you're spending a luck point for this to bump it up to a twelve. On a 12th plus, you might choose to do what you wanted in something extra, or you can do what you wanted to absolute perfection.
2: I want to say that the extra I could use is like, maybe somehow through the luck of the universe, make it somewhat a bit more coincide of what uh, Luz and Ava's story is. But I don't know if that's going beyond of what I can do.
1: Oh, yeah, okay.
2: I think that's an effective
1: way to spend this. Because, yeah, sorry, for the listeners at home, I've muted um, uh, Barn and JoJo's... They can't hear what this whole scene setup is. So,
2: yeah. This is a good way to help them out. So, yeah, I'm going to, through the magic of the universe, this edit will <laughs> somehow coincide with the story of Lose and Ava. Da da da.
1: All right, man. Okay, Bun and JoJo, can you guys hear?
2: Just to let you know, I got Lose, I tried to get Lose's uh, shenanigans out first. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Can't, no, no, Tolkien. I'm going to
1: mute you. I mean, there was a.
5: <laughs> well. Wow.
1: So I think uh, after Elaine, Rainbow leave, uh, Luz and Ava get to just like chill on the front steps with Bacchus for a beat. And then in the distance, you hear, <laughs> I really want it to be like the banana guards from Adventure Time, just like,
4: wee, wee, wee,
1: running down the sidewalk, <laughs> all flapping their wings. Um, No, I think some like a couple of cars and vans pull up and plumping out from each of the doors, donut in hand for some reason, a fleet, a flock of pigeon headed brown suits come out and they spill onto the streets and they and they start, uh, you know, some of them start setting up some barriers and and whatever, because they they know why they're here. They know that they were brought here to seal a a crime scene. And one of them, probably like the most important looking one somehow, for some reason, approaches you. You three, Bacchus, Luz and Aver sitting on the front steps of this museum. And he plumps his way up the steps and you guys recognize him. He's the brown suit from the cabin. Like he, he was the one up guarding the scene. And when he comes up the steps, he says, uh, oh, hi, hi, guys. It's a uh, it's a uh, good to see you here. We're, uh, we 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 wanted to come as soon as possible.
4: As soon as he steps forward, I'm just gonna go like, boo! Oh, God! Hey!
5: Hey! Hey! Don't do that. Are you the one in charge? Kind of pathetic to be the one in charge. Oh, hey. Well,
1: I'm I'm second in charge. I know that uh, Augustus has uh, gone on leave at the moment. We are. So the responsibility falls to me.
0: Ugh. Are you sure?
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Solid enough answer.
1: (laughs) You look back and like some brown suits are uh, like really struggling to like get some barriers up. Like they're trying to open up the legs, and one leg like bunks one of them in the head, and they're they're just an absolute clown clown force back there.
5: Are these the best guys you got?
4: What are you talking about?
5: We're the best of the best. Is he? Is he? Is he full of it?
1: Uh oh, because you can, you can, uh. You're a lie detector, right? Yeah. (laughs) He is 100% telling his truth.
4: I'm going to lean over to Ava and be like,
5: he believes that they are awesome. (laughs) Oh, dear God.
1: Bacchus leans in and says, what
5: are you guys talking about?
1: And then the brown suit leans in and he says, what are you guys talking about?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ava just smacks her forehead.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. If you people will follow me, I'm going to walk into the door and go, ow. And I'm going to be like, just kidding. And I'm going to open the door for them right this way.
1: Uh, The brown suit immediately flips out like a notebook and starts like waddling in. Uh, As you three step in, uh, the brown suit, who you still haven't gotten his name. Very, very rude. Uh, he turns back and he starts to organize uh, just a small group of uh, brown suits to come in and, and conduct this investigation. And while you three, uh, lose Ava, and Bacchus are standing in the reception, Bacchus turns to you and says, uh, Oh, hey, by the way, I... Uh, and he opens up his little um, butlery uniform little vest thing. And he says, uh, this, is, uh, this is coming from uh, Dr. Marbles. He said, he, uh, You guys might need these. And he pulls out four dark purple like covered uh, vials. And he says, uh when you when you mentioned on the phone that uh, you guys were, you know, having a bit of a combat, Dr. Marbles took the initiative and uh thought this might help you. And uh what what Bacchus has given you is a potion of like minor healing kind of thing, just to help like patch up the wounds, because I know that everybody's like unstable still.
4: Oh yeah. Cool. Perfect. He says that in front of the brown suits.
1: No no no. The brown suit like turned away.
4: Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys got done killing some things in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you guys drinking these these bad boys?
4: I, yeah, I think I am.
0: 100%, yes.
1: It tastes like purple science goo somehow. When you drink it, um, you heal plus one harm, and you become stable again. Cool. Okay. So mark that off on your sheets. Gotcha. Uh, these, these potions, these health packs... Can also be purchased later from Dr. Marbles. This is like over-the-table metagaming. Uh, with your gear points, once you see him again.
0: I apologize, my brain is not working. So I was at two away from dying, so I take off one, but does that still make me unstable?
1: No, you get to mark stable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so an unstable wound, if it goes untreated, will continue to worsen. And I think at this point now, um, the brown suit... Who, please, God, find his name, because I, I'm gonna die if I have to keep calling him the brown suit. Comes back and he has uh, two other pigeons with him.
5: You, what's your name?
1: Oh, uh, me, ah, uh, Chuck.
5: Are you happy now, Sam?
1: Yes, thank you.
5: Okay, Chuck, right this way, I guess.
1: Okay, well, uh, I guess, and again, flips over his uh, notepad and uh, pencil, poised, ready to take down any notes. Tell us, uh tell us what happened here. Sorry, what was your name? I didn't catch it.
5: Lose.
1: Okay, lose. And uh, your name?
5: Ava. Ava, got
1: it. Okay, excellent. Oh, uh, what the? What is your recount of 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 the things that have happened here?
4: I start sweating and look at Ava. <laughs> <laughs> well, we came here
0: because there was word that something strange was going on um upon arriving it was just completely dark somebody did find a light switch so we managed to turn on the lights nothing suspicious here and then we go this way and she maneuvers over to the door (laughs) that led into i believe it was the strange tree room
1: yeah it was the space room um real quick y'all you guys are walking through a reception. To the left, uh, I believe, is Augustus still laying there because you haven't explicitly said that Bacchus was to uh, remove him.
2: I was busy editing.
3: <laughs> I said it above table and not in game, though, so...
4: I think while Ava's explaining and the attention <laughs> is off of loose, mm-hmm. I would like to sneak towards Augustus and drag him into... The gift shop.
1: <laughs> like behind the shelf or something?
4: Yeah. Sure, that's cool, huh?
2: <laughs> Roll it. Oh,
4: beans. Oh, gee whiz. I got six.
1: <laughs> Wowzy. <sighs> I can't hold your hands, guys. Like, here we go. <laughs> I like it to be like you go, you quickly sneak away, and you do that successfully. As Ava's trying to describe what's happened so far, and when you go to like pull Augustus, you uh, like you slip, and all of your pressure was like into pulling, and you bump backwards, and you plunk into a shelf, and the shelf goes ka-chunk, over, which tips the next one, and the next one says, and uh. <laughs> Looking over at the mess is uh the three brown suits who all say <laughs> I think Chuck steps forward, is like, Oh, God, lord, what a mess you've made. Augustus! It's, uh, it's good to see you. We uh we thought you were on leave. How are you?
4: I'm gonna grab his uh his jaw and like flap his hand around, like, my name's Augustus. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. I'm all right. Want to play some goldfish?
1: Well, we uh, we don't really have time for that, Gus. We need to uh, we we need to do an investigation. Are you
4: not? Did you not know
1: there was an investigation here?
4: Oh no, I'm aware of this. I am in charge, after all. He
1: squints his eyes as he takes like one step closer. Roll plus charm for manipulate someone. To try and convince Chuck that Augustus is, uh, in fact, not catatonic.
4: I got a three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that luck point that I use is going to save us from last time.
4: Oh my
2: good grief!
4: I'm gonna level up again, dude. Can Ava help out?
2: The only way
1: you can help out, Ava, is if you get a uh, plus twelve. Like if you <laughs> if you max your roll. Cause then I it admit, makes lose get a twelve.
0: It's worth a shot.
1: <laughs> oh, roll plus cool to help out.
0: I got plus eight.
1: Yeah, that's not gonna do it. You you give them plus one, so lose gets a four now. But I think Chuck steps forward, uh, and he he's like, "Wait, why are you? Why are you holding? What are you? What's Augustus?" Oh. And it like Chuck steps forward and like kind of like idly pushes you out of the way uh, and I think Augustus just like limply just like just slaps to the floor like
4: I'm going to stand up and knock a vase off of the sh- a shelf b- beside me and go I didn't do it you have no proof I'm gonna point at him very accusatorily and run away
0: <laughs> Ava's gonna walk up to Chuck <laughs> um so, unfortunately, we haven't gotten to this part of our tour yet, but as you can see, your fearless leader is incapacitated. What happened to him?
5: Not me! I didn't do nothing!
1: Okay, that's very suspicious, though. I Hold on, wait, stop. I gotta... Hey, Louis, you understand how suspicious that is, right? No! <laughs> I think he, like, narrows his eyes anime-style and, like, so do you, and it's like... Choo! And uh, we see him, like, scribble down one word on his notepad, and it's loose question mark. <laughs>
0: um, anyways, one of the reasons we were called here, of course, uh, the gentleman was very strong and took something called a vibrance. That was what it was called, right, Liz? Vibrance, was that right? Or vibrance? A
5: trench coat man t- took his vibrance.
1: Okay, hold on. Stop. Who's this? Describe this man to me.
5: He has a trench coat. Okay.
1: That's true. I haven't
2: even, like, explained what he looks like. God, that's my bad. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, darn. <laughs> He's always telling them, you see a shadowy figure cloaked in a trench coat. No wonder we can't see his face.
5: Yeah, gosh. He's a shadowy never... figure cloaked in, a, in a, uh, a trench coat.
1: Oh, that sounds spooky. That's, it. Ah, oh, man. Okay. And what you said he stole Augustus's vibrance?
5: Yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: how did he do it?
5: He just got a got a metaphorical curly straw and just, just right up.
1: Maybe we can. Is there a curly straw around? Is this where it happened? Is and he starts like looking around for like a curly straw. Is this where?
5: I was being sarcastic. Uh. Oh. Uh. We were in the alleyway.
1: Okay. So, okay. So. Wait, what? So is Augustus okay? Is he going to be all right?
5: Um, what does this mean? Gus, raise your finger and waggle it to the right if you're going to be okay. Nothing. Okay, he's not going to be okay. He's dead. I mean, no, he's not. What? No.
1: I think Chuck quickly bends down to like check his pulse and uh, like feels that there is a pulse. So, yeah. Okay, he's not dead.
0: From what we understand, he's alive, but maybe not there consciously. Okay.
5: I mean, he's been there consciously. He's just really tired, I guess. He's in a coma? No. Magic coma can't do nothing.
0: Magic coma, let's go with that.
1: Uh you see Chuck reach down and like around his uh sorry, around his neck there's a necklace. It is an icon of a brown suit. How's that? And he presses the brown suit, and he he talks into it, and he says, uh, it sounds like we got a magic coma in here for uh, the conductor Augustus. We need medical staff in here. Start." And he clicks it off. Okay, there we're gonna don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna help Augustus. What? the, oh boy. Okay, this is a this is well above my pay grade. Uh, what else have we got here? What else? What what
0: else has happened? Well, if you continue to follow me to the time and space room, we will continue on with our tour and narration of what happened while we were here.
1: <laughs> I think as you guys leave reception, uh, you see uh, like a, uh, two brown suits come running in like with like a stretcher uh, and they, <laughs> they go off to like grapple Augustus. We can skip these rooms and get to like the important bits, uh, which I believe if you're trying to recount the story would be up in the office.
0: Correct.
1: Okay, so we're gonna shoot up there. Uh, when you step in, we'll say that like, uh, just to save the confusion, um, Eli and Rainbow like, do you want to say like they somehow slipped past, like they were
2: hiding? I still have my phone on me, right? Yes, you still have your phone. Does on. is it broken to a million pieces after the battle that I was just in?
1: No, I think it's you gotta like flick it on, and there's still just that like purpley pink uh, glow to the screen.
2: Can I get to the camera setting?
1: Uh, you cannot access any apps.
2: Is there, is there anything that would, could be used for, like, surveillance or, like, made it look like I'm investigating in this surveillance room? Well, you
1: are using a piece of techno Like, this phone is not of this world. Yeah. So you can, like, try and scam your way into, like, making them believe
2: that you're using this device in whatever way you want. Yeah, I'll start, like, taking my phone and then, like, is like my phone's got one of those things where it's got like one of the buttons on the side that actually turn off the brightness up and down. Okay. Because that's what my phone is like right now. <laughs> so I turn the brightness all the way up to as so what I can, and I like go scanning over things to make it look like I'm like detecting for stuff.
1: Right. Unknown. Okay. So I think uh, Ava and Lou's lead uh, lead backers in the brown suits into this room, and you guys are just kind of fake fake scanning the room.
3: I'm staring in awe at the phone
2: (laughs) i'll explain later
3: but what does it do
2: currently not much but they don't know that
3: oh Hmm.
1: okay and then i think they step in because we don't want them to hear that right nope no and then they step into the room and uh i think chuck speaks up and says like oh hello we've got the okay there's more of you Hello, my name is Chuck. I'm a uh, second in charge here for the Bronzers, and we are conducting an
2: investigation. How are you today? Um, what's up, Chuck? Uh, I'm all right. Um, Just scanning over the room to see if there's any residual energy in here that I can maybe trace, but not having much luck. I'm still going to look around some more.
1: Okay. So- sorry, what was your name, sir? Um, my name's Eli. He writes that down on his notepad. And uh, you, ma'am? name is rainbow okay and are you helping him today with his investigations yes right what uh what's happened okay let's let's do this i guess what happened here
0: well my dear chuck if you will listen to a story so we basically came well eli as you just met came up here first and i followed him because of course it's dangerous so, we run into the corpse of this gentleman here, and she gestured toward the man. Um, his chest was burst open exactly as you see here. Um, and I assume the spider body's still in there?
1: Yep, it's just next to it.
0: And this is our dear friend that we believe came out of Mr. Scientist Man. We cannot confirm or deny that, but... It seems like the right size hole. Um, we have killed this giant spider. As you can see, me and Eli are wounded. Um,
1: okay, so wait, that- hold on. So sorry, this, this, and he points to the spider. This came from him, and he points to the skin jacket.
0: That can only be assumed. We did not see it come from the scientist, but...
1: Hmm. He Scribbles a couple more notes down to his notepad. Chuck leans down and he points his uh, pencil towards the head of Professor Lee's skin jacket and he says, "Um, it, uh, it looks like there's a gunshot wound here, though. What, uh, what happened?"
0: To be completely honest, no idea. Mm. He was kind of like that when we got here, so. Wait.
5: Uh, yeah, totally. Never mind.
1: Wait, what were you? Nothing. I think Chuck just quickly turns to lose. Um, and he says, "Like, what were you? What's up?"
3: Nothing. I want Rainbow to, uh, to say, "I could have happened during the fight. We did fight a giant spider in here, and there was damage.
1: Well, uh, and he quickly surveys the room, and he looks up to the corner of the ceiling, and he sees that there is a security camera, and he says, uh, Oh, okay, well, that's all right. We uh, we can always cross-convey the, the security footage and just examine that later.
5: Okay, uh, hold on. What happened was, in here, the the skin man came alive and Eli defended himself. What do you mean? Eli defended himself by shooting the skin man in the head because he came alive and started screaming.
2: To be clear, um, the spider parts of it came out first and then I chose to defend myself. So this man here was... Because you said he came back alive. he was dead. The specifics we don't really know. Okay. none of us are exactly scientists mm. And uh, you said you acted out of
1: self-defense, sir?
2: Yes, and uh, hopefully for the defense of anyone else I could have protected.
1: Hmm. Scribbles down a couple more notes. We are uh, we'll have to see what the, what this footage reveals. Is that, uh, and he points his pencil um, back behind you to the security room? Is that where uh, we can obtain the footage?
2: He, um, yes, we haven't gone in there. We kind of just peeked our heads in there real quick and didn't see anything else and just headed out. He um
1: just kind of like not, not pushes past you, but like you know he, he moves past you and he's, he steps towards the security room, and he examines the door and the door handle, and he sees that it has been
2: like busted open. What uh, what about this? That happened during the fight. With the other giant spire carcass, one of us got thrown against the wall and it kind of cracked the door a bit. Uh, okay.
1: So Chuck steps into this uh, security room and he just kind of like quickly flicks over like... Just, he, he just taps like a couple keys. He has no idea what he's doing. And he's like, okay, we'll uh, we'll get our tech staff on this. And uh, he reaches down, presses into his necklace and um, calls for the, the tech staff to come up and uh, investigate this scene. And uh, he turns around looks back at you Ava and says uh, is there anything else what what, what happened after this
0: yeah so after this we continue on with our tour of what happened oh wait sorry I should mention this is one of the places where Gus disappeared so there was an extent where we had no idea where Gus was and then we found him again and by that point it his vibrance was being taken and there was nothing we could do
1: so he was so sorry just to get this right gus was in here and then he disappeared
0: well he was taken by a spider oh oh god that poor man yeah we were worried too
1: where was he what, but and like he's kind of looking around seeing that like there's only one exit like you know back out this of this like office space
0: So Ava will go to the place where that secret tunnel kind of was and like mindfully like maneuver it, I guess. So that way they can see it, but also see it's caved in. Yep. So this is where he was taken. Unfortunately, two of our friends here um, got pushed into the tunnel as well, which is where Luz hurt her arm and Rainbow got hurt as well. Um,
3: And that's when we got separated.
1: Right. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Where does this tunnel lead to as he turns to you, Rainbow?
3: I will tell him it goes down very far. Uh, We both fell, and it exits into the alleyway.
1: Huh. So the spiders were coming from outside, or they were going outside?
3: I think they were going outside.
5: I think they came from inside.
1: Hmm. The alleyway, you say. And he, um... Peeks back over into the security room, sees that there's like an alleyway security camera, jots that down into his notepad and says, uh, OK, well, I, I, I'm not really one for going down tunnels. So uh, you said the party got split. Where did the other half of you go? Uh, and he turns back to you,
2: Eli. Well, after investigating a little bit, we decided to uh, come down here and I lead him towards uh, Arid Societies.
1: Um, yeah, okay, so you guys lead him him, him in the brown suits down through the museum, throughout all the exhibits, across the courtyard, several cities, and then you get into Arid Societies and you push back that sliding door. Um, and he, <laughs> Chuck and is like, oh, my God, what happened in here? As he's looking around at all of the broken historical artifacts that have been busted.
4: <laughs> the history. Oh, God, the historical. Se- is oh. this
5: the room with the candle? Yeah. Um, I theorize that this is where the monster comes from, or came from. Uh, right this way, gentlemen. And
4: I'm going to walk to the candle and just point at it.
3: <laughs> it
1: came from a candle.
5: I think. I mean, back back at the farm there, or the cabin. Uh, you were there, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yes. You we met. You you yelled at me.
5: Yeah. Um. there was uh, a candle configuration just like this uh, upstairs in the cabin and uh, yeah I
1: I do recall reading that in the report that we did I uh oh my god and he you turn around and see what he's looking at he's looking at the big uh, arachnid spider queen corpse which is like small SUV size and he's like "Oh, oh oh, and begins like shielding his eyes of like the horror and he's like oh is that what you're talking about?
5: Yes. Ugh. I wasn't here for most of the fight, so I, I, I'm kind of lost on this stuff.
1: Right, okay. So where were you? Me? You, you, yeah, you said you weren't here. Where were you?
5: I was in the alleyway, of course. Mm, right. Yeah.
1: All right, Scribbles that down. Okay, who else was with you?
5: Um, Rainbow. Okay.
1: Was it just you two?
5: Yeah, well, um... Wh- The alleyway was where Gus got his Vibrant stolen. So, and then we've been kind of carrying Gus around. Uh, I don't, you guys have him now. And I took him to outside the gift shop. We never went inside, no sir. Um, And because we, I figured it was safe there.
1: Right. He was in the gift shop though. You just said you never went in the gift shop. I. And his eyes narrow.
5: I never went into the gosh dang gift shop. I put him outside of the gift shop.
1: Yeah, but he was in the gift shop. I mean...
5: Maybe I slid him under there. I don't remember. I'm traumatized from this whole situation. I don't remember going into the gift shop.
1: Somehow, he narrows his eyes even further. He scribbles down on his notepad. Just puts like two more question marks beside (laughs) Lou's.
4: They're more, they're more determined to figure out who stole the merch. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of holds
1: his pencil up to his lips. Just kind of, hmm. As he's, uh...
2: Lips? I thought he was a pigeon.
1: Yeah, pigeons. This pi- this pigeon has lips. What's wrong with... Oh, God, this is going to be that a image. That is weird
2: to think about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's tapping the, the pencil against his pigeon lips. He's lush, lush pigeon lips. And, uh... And then he spots the spider webbed buddy and he says, uh, Wah, what is this? And he begins to walk
3: over. Someone who isn't Luz take over. I am going to walk away
4: <laughs> and I'm going to throw my hands up and just walk away. No, nope, this is too horrifying for me. I got to get out of here.
2: I think Eli is just frozen being in this room again, looking at the body.
4: I'm going to go run over to Eli and grab him and take him to my my comfort corner. Okay. So Ava is going to approach
0: and look down and kind of frown a little bit and be like unfortunately this was a casualty during the fight. I tried to save him um, but at certain points the large spider monster that you see and she just she just smiles at him as best oh. she can
3: rainbow is is nodding alongside her just
1: ava roll plus charm
0: plus charm oh boy
1: because this is an explicit bending of the truth everything else has kind of been somewhat on brand to the truth
3: job,
1: um and laura if you want roll plus cool to help out
3: okay i should have taken the help <laughs> uh, this is my next level up guys oh hell yeah
0: i got a 12
1: oh sweet okay
0: oh i got an Natural twelve. i got an 11
3: I got a 12.
1: Oh, okay. So either way, you guys max out. So... Ah, oh, no way! Okay, let me read out what a 12 plus does. Not only do they do what you want right now, but they also become your ally for the rest of the mystery. So somehow from this role, you've got this... You've got Chuck, like, on your side uh, as far as, like, getting him to do what you want goes. Um, that's not going to say that, like, you know, he... Uh, isn't going to find holes in any of this story. But, like, for stuff that you need him to do, you got Chuck. So a small silver lining for you all. Um, yeah, so I, I think Chuck then just kind of says, like, okay, right, that's the... And he scribbles down his uh, notepad the account of, of what happened.
0: Um, and just so you don't have to do double the work, we notified his significant other that unfortunately... His partner didn't make it because he had asked us.
4: Right.
1: Was their partner here with them? Yes. Oh. Okay. Where are they?
0: Last place. I saw them was in the gift shop. <clears throat> Not quite sure what happened after that.
4: <clears throat>
1: hmm, okay.
4: <laughs> we thought Eli was gonna go to jail, but it's gonna be loose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is there uh, Is there anything else that happened?
3: Uh, Have we shown him the gross summoning circle?
1: You've shown him the circle. He's inspected the spider corpse. He's inspected the antelope corpse. Um, He's observed the broken history throughout the room. That's what he's taken notes for so far.
0: Um, I honestly
3: can't think of anything else that was important. What about you guys? Above table, we stole museum property by taking stuff out of that box.
2: But they don't know that.
3: I don't think we should bring that up at all. We, I mean, he probably will want to see the alley where Augustus had his vibrance stolen, but there's not a lot of of clues left out there to my remembrance. And we've already told him multiple times that the alley was where that happened, so I don't think we need to show him anything else.
1: Okay. To my knowledge, you guys have covered uh, all the bases that are needed. So do you just want to lead him back to reception then? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I think you, as we now step throughout the museum and back into reception, um, you see that they've removed Augustus and I think you can see out the doorway, uh, he's being like stretched into some sort of like wagon. You see that they're examining the antelope, the surviving antelope He's in the gift shop. And I think Chuck's just kind of like, uh, oh yeah, there he is. I might, uh, I might have some words with him afterwards. Uh, Hey, what's this? What's this doing out here? As he points down to the wooden box that only has one glass cylinder left in it.
5: Um we found that on the ground and we didn't know where it was supposed to go. So we just kinda of put it there. Uh I'm not even sure what the cylinders are supposed to be. So I just didn't know where else where we could like put the thing away.
2: Hmm. Huh. You don't know.
5: Yep, I have absolutely no idea Rainbow has no idea Eva has no idea I'm not
2: sure, yeah, I don't know
5: Um,
1: Luz, I want you to roll plus charm for me
3: We all agreed with her, can I roll to help?
2: Everybody can help out I have minus one to, uh, Plus cool Wait. Oh, plus cool?
1: Yeah, for help out
2: Oh yeah, minus one
1: Hold on, sorry, Luz, what did you get?
4: I got an eight
1: Okay, Uh, let's do this down the list Ava, what did you get?
4: i got 12. I swear to God!
3: <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how that happened. I swear on my life.
0: Okay.
3: I don't know if you heard it. Do I mark XP if my dice roll is below seven or if my total comes below seven? Total. Okay. I didn't make any XP.
1: That's okay. I mean, Ava's done it. As, uh, Ava's lifted lose over into a complete success.
2: Can I roll to see if I get a XP?
1: <laughs> sure.
3: <laughs> I love how defeated you sound. I'm sorry we ruined your encounters.
1: Two. Oh, whatever. You got a two, liar.
2: No, I'll take a photo right now.
1: Whatever. Take your experience. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, boy, you are lucky that you guys succeeded that one because whew, there was something else there. He uh says um. Oh, okay. Uh, and he just scribbles that down onto his on his notepad. Anything else? Uh.
2: Not that I can think of. Okay,
3: Okay. this time, is there something we're forgetting, Sam?
2: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys that. I roll persuasion on the GM to tell us. Uh, I'm not a GM, I'm a keeper, so... Alright, I'll take a minus three to that roll.
1: <laughs> roll plus charm then to try... No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> um, I rolled the d d20 and got a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
3: Um, I can't think of anything, guys.
1: Okay, uh, Ava, can you think of anything?
3: I'm reviewing random notes I had.
2: Mm -hmm. the only thing i can think of is not really something we can show him but something he will figure out later and that's not something i can do much about so and that would be eli's dark mode sure
4: we don't want him to know about that (laughs)
2: exactly but he's gonna figure out at some point (laughs) because of the editing process
1: chuck just kind of says um all right thank you very much uh For your time, we'll, uh, I think if it's okay with you guys, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take over the investigation from here. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch if we need you. Uh, will that be, uh, I assume, uh, at Augustus's hotel? Yes. Okay.
3: Unless we get called for another investigation.
1: That's true. Um, and he kind of stops because he was, he started to walk away and he turns back to you and he kind of looks at you all and he says, um, How did you all know to be here? Augustus.
3: Yeah. Hmm. He told us about the the mystery.
1: Hmm. How did Augustus know? He kind of uh, asks to himself. Join us in any episode discussions on the official Monster of the Week Discord server. You can find an invite to that at bit.ly forward slash theplayersworld.